listen to really does matter. (laughs) We never really outgrow the power of influence and messages into our life. Hey, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome to Grace for Your Journey. So glad you're here. And we're going to be talking today about a universal truth. The fact that who we listen to, who has our ear, the information we take in really does matter. I was a youth pastor early in my ministry, and we used to talk about, you know, be careful what you listen to, be careful who you're around, because all those messages get into our mind, they get into our body, and they begin to dictate how we think, how we act, and how we react. Now, it is possible if you've had a few birthdays, you sort of think you've outgrown that. Well, you really haven't. (laughs) That's one of those universal realities that stay with us till we die. Now, our response to those messages might be a bit more measured, uh, a bit more regulated, but it influences us nonetheless. And Jesus knows this. And this is what he is saying here in John chapter eight, picking up in verse 39. Now, let me tell you what just happened just prior. Just prior, Jesus said, hey, look, you're going to know the truth and the truth is going to set you free. And the Jews he was talking to, they got offended. They said, wait a minute, we are children of Abraham. We've been listening to our parents, our grandparents, and all the way back down the line about Abraham. He is our spiritual father. He's the one who has spoken to us. He's the one who's informed us. We are really of Abraham. So how can you say we've been enslaved and need to be set free? So this picks up in verse 39, and Jesus said this. So they answered Jesus, and they said, our Abraham is our father. And Jesus said to them, if you were really the children of Abraham, you would not, you would be doing the works of Abraham, like that Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. So Jesus just outs them up front and says, look, okay, you're saying you're children of Abraham, but I'm telling you, you're children of someone else. Because if you were really children of Abraham, you would be following me because Abraham followed my father. I and the father are one. You would be following me, but you don't. You seek to kill me. Then Jesus goes on and says this, you are doing the works. You would be doing the works your father did. They said to him, we were not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. So they're basically saying we're we're purebreds. We we have no contamination within our nature. We're not corrupt in any way, which of course they were born sinners. They just had gotten to the point they didn't really recognize that. And then Jesus goes on and says this, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, the real true God, you would love me for I came from God and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. In other words, if you're really connected to the father of Abraham, if that's the one who's whispering in your ear, if the one who's influencing your life is really the God of eternity, your decision about me would be different. And then he goes on, he says, why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. Jesus says, you can't receive it. You can't bear it because you have a problem. And here's the problem. You're really not of your father, Abraham. Listen to verse 44. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desire. He was a murderer from the beginning. He does not stand for the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God, the true living God, the God of Abraham, hears my words as of God. The reason you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Let there be no doubt the messages you're receiving, the spiritual advice you're getting, 
the guidance you're getting eventually is going to lead you to make decisions about Jesus and about the truth of the Bible. You know, isn't it true? I mean, I think about it. I mean, we really live in a world today where everything about God is questions. It's questioned his existence, how he communicates to us, the authenticity and the relevance of his Bible, right? That he gave us to read. Everything about God is questioned. Did he really make Adam and Eve or are they alien seeds that have been deposited? No joke. People believe that. Um, Do we really have to be born again or can we just be kind and good to our neighbor? And isn't that good enough? See, God grades on a curve, right? He grades on a scale. And so as long as I'm above the 50% margin, I get in. Everything that Jesus taught is being questioned. Now, if you're questioning that today, you have to ask, where is the information coming from that's causing you to question? Think about it for a minute. Jesus says to these Jews who were children of Abraham, but not really because Abraham was of his father. He said to them, he said, you think you're right. You think you're following Abraham, but understand if Abraham were here now, he would be listening to me because he would recognize the truth. So let me just ask you this as we end our time together today. Do you recognize the truth? Can you hear the truth and love it? Or are you with the group that Jesus is talking to? You hear the truth and you hate it and you do everything you can to squelch it, change it, morph it, shift it into something that is more palatable and able to be received by you. Where are you at when it comes to receiving and knowing and following the truth? Well, I'll tell you what I hope. I pray that you're of God the Father, that you're of Jesus. And when he speaks, that truth comes into your life. And man, you receive it with gladness and joy. It might sting a little. It might hurt. It might cause some shifts and some changes in our life. And it should, right? I I just believe that as you receive that, man, you're going to receive it and change. And you know what you're going to find in that? Unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you that you sent Jesus to die for us. And Jesus, thank you that with courage, you confronted people who didn't agree with you. You did it clearly, compassionately, with conviction, and without apology. And so Jesus, we ask you to speak that to our life today. It's in your name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.